إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهديه الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله in these short reminders after the prayer, insha'Allah ta'ala, we're going to discuss some of the stories of the prophets. And in particular, we will try to do that via mentioning the ayat in the Quran regarding them. Because this is no doubt the month of the Quran and a person needs to give importance to the Quran in this month and outside of this month. So the stories of the prophets will mention some parts of them, some sections of them by mentioning the ayat in the Quran where they are mentioned. So today then we'll begin by mentioning a small part from the story of Adam because those ayat were read today during the prayer today during the prayer we came across some ayat relating to the story of Adam so those ayat were when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned وَإِذْ قَالَ رَبُّكَ لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ إِنِّي جَاعِلٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ خَلِيفَةِ The ayat where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that He said to the angels that Allah said to the angels إِنِّي جَاعِلٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ خَلِيفَةِ that I am going to place upon the earth a Khalifa, meaning those who come after the humans, was the meaning. The humans were going to come afterwards on the earth now. Afterwards, how? Who had already come before them? Who had already come before us for us to be afterwards? Who? The jinn. So Allah said to the angels, I will now place upon the earth this Khalifa, meaning the humans, Adam alayhi salam and the humans. When the angels heard that, they said, قَالُوا أَتَجْعَلُ فِيهَا مَنْ يُفْصِدُ فِيهَا وَيَسْفِكُ الدِّمَاءِ They said, will you place within it those who cause corruption and they spill the blood. They cause corruption and they spill the blood. The angels, they asked this question for a reason. When Allah told them that He is going to place these humans upon the earth, they asked, about the bloodshed and the corruption that would occur or may occur. 
Why did they ask about that and why did this come to their mind? Because they had already seen what the jinn had got up to. The jinn who had been created already before that, they had caused corruption some from amongst them. And they had spilt the blood of others some from amongst them. So the angels they asked, this race, will they be of that nature? Those who cause corruption and those who spill the blood, whilst we, the angels, نَحْنُ نُسَبِّحُ بِحَمْدِكَ We glorify you with your praise, وَنُقَدِّسُ لَكَ And we sanctify you. <coughs> قَالَ إِنِّي أَعْلَمُ مَا لَا تَعْلَمُونَ Allah said, indeed, I am aware of that which you are not aware. Some of the scholars, they mention the meaning of this is, when Allah said to them, when they raised that concern about the corruption and the bloodshed they may engage in, Allah said, I am aware of that which you are not aware. And the meaning of it, that from this race, there will be prophets, and there will be messengers, and there will be the martyrs, and there will be the righteous, and there will be the truthful. There will be all of this goodness within them too. There will be all of this goodness Prophets and messengers and the righteous. So Allah said to them, I am aware of that which you are not aware. From some of the benefits that we learn here, we learn that this earth was populated before the human race. Before the human race. This earth was already populated. As Shaykh Al-Athameen, Rahimahullahu Ta'ala mentioned, Min fawaid hadihi al-ayah, al-ishara ila anna al-ard ummaran, o anna lil-ardi ummaran, qabla Adam adhurriyatih. There is an indication in this ayah to highlight to us that this earth was populated before Adam السلام, and his offspring. Then, وَعَلَّمَ آدَمَ الْأَسْمَاءَ كُلَّهَا ثُمَّ عَرَضَهُمْ عَلَى الْمَلَائِكَةِ فَقَالَ أَنْبِئُونِي بِأَسْمَاءِ هَؤُلَاءِ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ صَادِقِينَ قَالُوا سُبْحَانَكَ لَا عِلْمَ لَنَا إِلَّا مَا عَلَّمْتَنَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْعَلِيمُ الْحَكِيمُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then, after creating Adam alayhi salam, taught Adam alayhi salam all of the words, all of the words of the names of things. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught Adam 
all of the names of the things. Then it was shown to the angels, and Allah said to the angels, Tell me the names of all of these things, if indeed you are truthful. The angel said, Subhanaka la ilmalana, that you be glorified and free of any defects and deficiencies. Our knowledge we do not have of that. We do not know except that which you have given us. We do not know except that which you have taught us. إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْعَلِيمُ الْحَكِيمُ Indeed, you are the all-knowing, the all-wise. Then after that, قَالَ يَا آدَمُ أَنْبِئْهُمْ بِأَسْمَائِهِمْ Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells Adam alayhi salam to inform the angels of the names of all of these things. So then when Adam alayhi salam informed them of all of the names of these things, Allah tells them, did I not say to you, إِنِّي أَعْلَمُ غَيْبَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ That indeed I am the most knowledgeable of the unseen of the heavens and the earth. وَأَعْلَمُ And I know and I'm the most knowledgeable of مَا تُبْدُونَ وَمَا كُنْتُمْ تَكْتُمُونَ What you make apparent and that which you keep concealed. Within this, is an indication of the all-encompassing and vast knowledge of Allah. And that no individual, no angel can encompass the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then after that, after Allah created Adam alayhi salam and ennobled Adam alayhi salam, taught him the names of everything, then Allah says to the angels, وَإِذْ قُلْنَا لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ اسْجُدُوا لِآدَمَ فَسَجَدُوا إِلَّا إِبْلِيسِ أَبَا وَاسْتَكْبَرَ وَكَانَ مِنَ الْكَافِرِينَ That we said to the angels, prostrate to Adam, prostrate to Adam. All of those angels were given the command to prostrate to Adam alayhi salam. And they all did. فَسَجَدُوا They all prostrated. إِلَّا إِبْلِيسِ Except for Iblis. Abba, he refused. وَاسْتَكْبَرَ And he was haughty and arrogant. Refused and he was haughty and he was arrogant. And indeed he was from the disbelievers. A person may say, in the ayah, Allah commanded the angels to prostrate. وَإِذْ قُلْنَا لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ اسْجُدُوا The angels were commanded to prostrate. Iblis did not prostrate. But did he need to prostrate in the first place? Is he, was he, one of the angels 
Because Allah had given the command to the angels. So was Iblis one of the angels or was he not? He wasn't. In that case, the ayah says, وَإِذْ قُلْنَا لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ اسْجُدُوا We said to the angels prostrate. So what is the problem if Iblis does not prostrate then? So the scholars they mention because Iblis, even though it is mentioned he was from the jinn, he was given that nobility prior, the nobility of being amongst the angels. He was amongst them given the nobility of being with them. So when the command came upon the angels, he being amongst them was also intended by the command. But he refused. Abba was takbara. He refused. And he refused with a certain reasoning that he gave. Mentioned in other ayat of the Quran, when he says, "Ana khairun minhu, khalaqtani min nar, wa khalaqtahu min tin, but I am better than him. You created me from fire, and you created him from clay. He considered himself to be superior." considered himself to be higher in status. So he said, why? Why do I prostrate to him? You created me from fire, and you created him from clay. Even though as Sheikh Abdurrahman Sa'di rahimahullah ta'ala mentioned, even though that analogy is not sound, Because in reality, if you think about the characteristics of those two items, clay, soil is superior to fire. When the fire is burnt on top of the soil, it burns that soil. And nothing will grow on it for maybe six months, maybe a year. Eventually though, that piece of earth, will come back to life. Eventually the growth will spread across it again. Eventually it will return to what it was. It will not remain burnt out forever. Whereas, if you were to place the soil on top of the fire, the fire goes out forever. The fire cannot rekindle itself. Whereas the soil can rekindle itself. So the soil in that way would be stronger than the fire anyway. But Iblis made this analogy and he refused to prostrate, claiming that he is superior. So then after his refusal to prostrate, he is declared to be from the disbelievers. And then Allah mentions, وَقُلْنَا يَا آدَمُ اسْكُنْ أَنْتَ وَزَوْجُكَ الْجَنَّةِ That we said to Adam, 
you and your wife live in paradise. Allah commanded or told Adam السلام, and his wife Hawa to live in paradise. Which paradise was that? In the ayah here, وَقُلْنَا يَا آدَمُ اسْكُنْ أَنْتَ وَزَوْجُكَ الْجَنَّةِ We said, Adam, you and your wife live in paradise. Which paradise is that? Is it the paradise? The one that we talk about, the paradise that the believers will go to, inshaAllah ta'ala. That paradise or some other paradise? Are we talking about the paradise or some other paradise? Where was Adam alayhi salam and Hawa? Anybody? The paradise? This is a difference of opinion amongst the scholars. It is a difference of opinion amongst the scholars which paradise they were in. Some of the scholars they say it was the paradise, the actual paradise that we refer to. And other scholars they say no, it was some other location. Regardless, they were in a paradise. And after that, it was said to them, وَكُلَا مِنْهَا رَغَدًا حَيْثُ شِئْتُمَا وَلَا تَقْرَبَا هَذِهِ الشَّجَرَةِ فَتَكُونَا مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ They were given that open leave to eat as they please, except a particular tree that they were not to approach and eat from. So this was Adam السلام, and his wife Hawa. The scholars they mention as a point of benefit there, that humans are created in one of four ways. Humans have been created in one of four ways. Some have been created without a father and without a mother, like Adam alayhi salam. That's category one. Category two, those who have been created without a mother, just a father. You could say for that example, Hawa, the wife of Adam, because she was born without a mother, but she was created from Adam salam. So without a mother, but a father. Category three, without a father, but with a mother. Isa alayhi salam. And what is category four then? Mother and father. And that is all of the rest of mankind. Four categories in that way. Without a father, without a mother. Adam alayhi salam. Without a mother, but a father. Hawa. Without a father, but a mother. Isa alayhi salam. And with a father and with a mother, everybody else. So here Adam السلام, and Hawa, they were told not to eat from the tree. But of course, as the ayat they mention, 
وقل نعم the ayat they mention how Iblis then attempted to whisper to them to bring them close to that notice how it mentions ولا تقربا do not go close to this tree and this is something you find within the rulings of the religion sometimes it doesn't just say don't do this haram it says don't go anywhere near that haram meaning even the things that may bring you closer to that haram don't even do those things those things themselves may be halal but don't do those particular things if they are going to take you towards the path of haram so here it mentions do not go near the tree because if you start going near the tree then you're leading to coming close to it and eating from it so stay away from it and far from it in the first place but then of course فَأَزَلَّهُمَ الشَّيْطَانُ عَنْهَا فَأَخْرَجَهُمَا مِمَّا كَانَا فِيهِ then the shaytan he came and caused them to fall into that error and they were then exited from that paradise وَقُلْنَا هْبِطُوا بَعْضُكُمْ لِبَعْضٍ عَدُوا so Allah said all of you descend as enemies one to another Shaytan, the shayateen, enemies to mankind, enemies. وَلَكُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ مُسْتَقَرْ And you have a settlement upon the earth. وَمَتَاعٌ إِلَى And you will have the pleasures of it for a while. Be upon this earth and that is your settlement now. And you will get the pleasures of it for a while. For that short while, the pleasures are there. However, that is what we know then, is the test upon us. To test you, which of you will be the best in actions. So this is some of the ayat that are mentioned in what was read tonight. Regarding Adam السلام, regarding those early moments when he was created, regarding Iblis refusing to prostrate, all of these ayat in the Quran. So now imagine, now imagine if you knew everything we just said and you understood those ayat when they were being read at the time in the prayer. That is the difference between the one who understands and has knowledge and the one who does not. Imagine these ayat of the Qur'an, you knew their meanings and you're praying and you hear them and you recognize and realize and remember those meanings. That is the one where the impact of the Qur'an will occur. As for the one who stands there waiting and hoping for it to finish, and that individual has not realized the reality of the worship that he is in. The one who is just counting down the raka'at, waiting for them to go as quick as possible, that individual is losing out on his reward. Losing out on your reward. You should be 
in great happiness and joy that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you this opportunity. It is mentioned in some of the narrations of the Salaf, six months before Ramadan, they would start making dua, Oh Allah, let us live till Ramadan. Let us live till then so we can do the worship of Ramadan. But now the people, they want to get it out of the way as quick as possible. And that is a disaster. So every night now come with the mindset that you're gonna listen attentively with care and focus during the prayer. Listen to the ayat as they are being read. Listen to that recitation with care and attention and focus in your prayer. And do not be thinking how much longer, how much longer, wasting your worship in that way. So we'll conclude upon that for tonight. Inshallah ta'ala tomorrow we'll carry on with some more ayat and some more of the stories that are related to the prophets. Inshallah ta'ala. وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين